All right, uh, welcome back to another episode of Money Night Hustlers. We um, bring you a very horny episode. Uh, <laughs> horny like the ram, not like the sexual. Right. Yeah. Way to save it, Nick. Way to save it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so in today's episode, we talk about some new and exciting updates to the pod. Um, a new segment as well. Nick, new segment? Nick Nick comes back with a, uh, a deep thought. It's been a, a long hiatus. Long hiatus. Very long hiatus. Scott's very Ram-y yeah. science segment. He, he brings out the horns. Yes. Oh. Let's talk about boobs. Yes. Quickly. We need to talk Quickly. about that. Great um, boob segment. Millennials, uh, we're not saving enough money. And Nick, Nick actually comes up with a, a genius... Retirement idea for us millennials. It's so and I, so we have an acronym and, never it's, and it said higher, high intensity, high interval intensity retirement. Higher. Higher. Okay. Okay. There you go. There you, go. We, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, I'm I am uh, greatly considering this. Probably will uh, execute this in the next five years. So. Listen to that. It's uh, it's revolutionary. Revolutions. Very revolutionary. Revolutionary. Doesn't revolution mean one complete circle? It's a revolutionary. It's like a whole turn around a given point. Yeah. So revolutionary just means a lot of circles around a given point. What about the French Revolution? Yeah. Oh, that must have multiple meanings. Yeah. Because, because words, revolutionary, then a wheel is revolutionary. Well, what's the things turn around? <laughs> All right, we're getting too deep. Yeah, yeah it's the weeds. Uh, vape, vape is, vape is back. Vape is back. Vape is back. And we're also talk about the brand new iPod, AirPods that everyone should be buying. And you are not cool if you have the first or second generation AirPods. You need to have the noise canceling ones that are two fifty. Yeah. Um, you're poor. If you travel to Ireland, you don't have to pay taxes anywhere in the world. Uh, we talk about road trips. Oh, just to Ireland. No, no, but like, let's just let's just keep it this way. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, fucking fake news. Health. You talk about health. The jerking off health or the other one. No, no, working out. Working out health. Yeah, yeah. fitness. Yeah. Fitness and so, yeah, dick yeah. health. And I'm I go on my soapbox to rant about Elon Musk and tell him how to do his job better. Yes, yeah, the boring company. I'm, I think I'm smarter than him. Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Mean, <laughs> some people might agree. And we also talk about speak it into existence. So. When you guys listen to this podcast today, make sure you, you tell yourself what you're going to do. Yeah. Especially if you're listening it, listening to it uh, this fine Tuesday morning. Or if you're playing Madden, you can actually talk yourself into running back touchdowns. Yes. Also a benefit of speaking it into existence. Yes. Be positive, stay positive, and enjoy tonight's episode. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Um, back again for another episode of Monday Night Hustlers. This is going to be the best one, guys, so stay, stay tuned. Yeah, we'll make it our Halloween episode. It's The date is October 28th, 2019. Boo. Episode. This is, this is the episode we've all been waiting for as well. It's episode Jordan plus Abe Lincoln. Oh! <laughs> oh wow. 
We've been waiting for an Abe. Honest Abe. We've been waiting for the Abe Lincoln episode for probably, uh, I don't know, 10 weeks. I think that's like, like when what president number is Abe Lincoln? Yeah. He's 16, right? Yeah. Confirmed? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Check the books. Uh, Are you sure we're on 16? Yep. 23 plus 16 is 39. It took you a second. <laughs> uh, what, 39? 39. Wow. Well, almost 40, guys. Right. And <clears throat> we have a midlife crisis episode next week. <clears throat> really? Because we're 40. Really? really? <laughs> He's already having a fucking crisis right now. Yeah, I'm fucked. Crisis. Okay, so in honor of Abe Lincoln um, and us boys being from the land of Lincoln. We're all wearing top hats. Yes. Nick lying yet again. <laughs> Until we get video in here, all of these facts. Uh, Just imagine we all have Lincoln hats. <laughs> Use your imagination. That's what it was all about. What are we doing to sure, top hats. Oh, I have an announcement to make. A yes. big one. A big one. Are you listening? Are you listening? You have mm-hmm. microphones. Are you listening, Scott? I am. I bought microphones. Yeah! <laughs> I do it. I do it. I bought microphones. Bought, bought microphones, bought the cords, bought the uh, mixer. Oh, where, where, are we, where are we uh, storing this data? Did you look into all, like, all the different things we need? I, I got the max storage on, okay. uh, on the MacBook, it? and then I can also... Okay. I can also so we're going to bring the laptop in here, and it's going to plug directly into it? Yes, ma'am. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did, you get a, did you get a bonus or something? Or? No, I said once I sorted out my, my finances from my trip... I wanted to make sure that I wasn't completely broke. And while yeah, he, while he kept mentioning November, yeah, yeah. November. and and I um, and I beat that expectation. So it's like yeah, he did so it on purpose. Beat that deadline. Forgive me for uh, being caught off guard. You know, yeah, beat that deadline. Well, he's reliable. Reliable lead. Reliable lead. Isn't that one of your qualities? When we talked about at the gym the other day, you're loyal, reliable, and stubborn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Very stubborn. Loyal and stubborn are. Uh, two forms of the same thing. When I went home, I had another uh, positive adjective about myself, but I couldn't. I forgot it. Oh, really? Maybe it'll come back to me. Is it memory? No. <laughs> no. Um, but all right. We're also going to debut a new segment starting right now. Uh, credit to Nick for coining this term. Uh, since I'm I'm big on current events uh, in innovation and technology, so this new. Are you? It's my favorite thing okay. we want to talk about. Um, our new segment is going to be called Leads News Leads. So every episode. <laughs> Somebody give me a fucking laugh over here. Nick, Nick's just leads. knee slapping, literally. Yeah, it's, it's hard slapping. to say. Leads yeah. News Leads. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. We'll make that the shtick. Yeah, that's a shtick. Um, On today's segment of Leads News Leads. MIT researchers. That's a news intro thing. Love it. Um... Economists at MIT did some research and <clears throat> millennials have to save now 40% of their income if they want to be able to retire by 65 because returns on their 401k and their investments are not going to be as great as the average 10% year over year that our that? parents are getting. Just because. <laughs> Dan, we're going to have a, a, a ticking time bomb on yeah, this yeah. podcast. Why? With that noise. You keep fucking bouncing the ball around. No balls. <laughs> just, just, go like, just, hey. just go like that. Just like without making noise. No, he's going to make noises when he slaps yeah. the ball back and forth. Uh, so, a, MIT. Over here. Breaking news. Dan pisses everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the focal point of, every, of everything yeah. we do now. 
<laughs> Guys, all right, we're gonna play a game. How many times do you hear a ball slap against the hand throughout the entire podcast? Yes. <laughs> Alright. Okay, starting with Dan. Dan, when are you gonna retire? What what age? Uh thirty-five. Thirty-five. How old are you now? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. I'm thirty five too, so I need to we need to retire I need to retire before you do. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan? You guys wanna retire? That's literally uh, in my notes somewhere. I see retirement from the stage of wanting to work and needing to work. So at 35, so that's a, that's a hazy, hazy idea of retirement then because... So do you need to work right now? Yes, I need to work. Okay. So, but like, I th- so I think there's this different... Like retirement in the traditional sense is you work your entire life and you stop working when you're old. There's this new wave of retirement where it's you retire for a few years while you're young so you can enjoy those years and then you go back to work. Retire for another five years, five years after working, and go back to work. Like, hopefully, you know, Dan and I will be in the position where, like, we can retire and then do things we want to do that aren't necessarily work, but they are work, and they're income generating. But But how many people do you think can acquire the assets or generate the revenue to be able to... See, that's the thing. And, like, that's the question, like, Tim Ferriss, and I I hate to shout out another podcast on this podcast, but... We've shouted him out. Yeah, yeah. But he is a strong believer of, like, why are we waiting until we're 65 years old until we retire? Until, you know, the the best of our life is behind us. We haven't traveled, we haven't done whatever. I mean, I'm sure people travel in, in many cases, but why not work till 30, save up 30 grand... Over you know your five six years of working, go on a vacation for a year or however much you got to save, then go back to work, work for another five years from thirty five to forty, retire for another couple of years after that, and then enjoy that, and then hopefully you'll be in the in the position where at sixty five you'll be able to retire. Oh, so in a you're day. you're all about multiple retirements. I never really thought of that. I like that. I mean, it's it's it just makes sense. It's not yeah. even I don't even call it retirement. Retirement's like so so traditional because we've had this. Like historically, this work that was long tenure. Uh, so let's workshop the new for it. Lift retirement. Well, no, but, but going back to what Waleed was saying, though, is that the people have less on their return. So traditionally, people that saved up for retirement, those same outlets aren't going to be as readily available. But those so, are the people that are thinking that they're going to retire at 65 as opposed to okay, well, slowly retiring throughout okay, their Okay, well, but in the same light then, though, is what kind of retirement funds are you going to generate for yourself in those small spurts of time that you're actually going to be working you're you've already done your retirement by the time you're 65 like unless you're working in like hard manufacturing like a coal miner well no you well, still how people are working until they're 80 years old yeah, nick, like, nick is pretty much saying that you're going to be living forever or, or sorry no like forever. like if you retire at 65 so, you're well, gonna I, okay 80. okay I, okay so but traditionally, the way retirement has worked is that you've worked a long tenure job or worked a series of tenure jobs in your life in your lifetime and contributed to four hundred one ks or the stock market. What kind of jobs are available for you to readily to make enough money to save up for retirement in the small the small five month or five year seven year ten year spurts that you're going to be working to be able to play, pay for Any the retirement? I mean, or, if you're making fifty k a year, you can save. Ten to fifteen percent of your uh, yearly income. Okay, that's, that's five thousand dollars. Five five over 7, five years, twenty five thousand dollars. You can you know, like 
You're okay, okay, okay. and then you keep doing these cycles of working five, seven years and going on a two-year, three-year hiatus from work. What happens when you get to 65 and don't have any long-term savings? Do you plan to not work at all until after 65? Based on what you're saying is that you're working incremental time periods to save up enough to retire for a short period of time as opposed to working for an extended period of time and saving up for the retirement. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm asking is then what do you do to substitute the long-term goals and investment opportunities and goals that people have in their younger years when they know they're going to be working for 30, 35 years to pay off or to be able to sit on the rear end and essentially travel and do all those things. When you get to the later stages of your life in the avenue that you're living, what are you going to do when you get to the 60s and 70s when you can't actively work anymore? You keep working. Yeah, Nick, Nick's, you keep Nick's, working. Yeah. You don't You don't retire at 65. You work from 65 to 70, from 75 okay, to well, 80. Then what happens when people start getting health ailments that prevent them from working? What are they going to do then when they don't have They have insurance. Okay, I think what you have to... Okay, hold on real quick though. Is <laughs> What if those people that, that work city jobs that normally would acquire pensions after working extensive periods of time you have whole swaths of people that don't have the retirement benefits that... Right, what I'm talking it. about doesn't apply yeah. to those people. I'm just saying for the people that have the flexibility in life, and the way our economy and our job force is moving, it's less tenure, it's less, I'm going to work 40 years at a company saving a 401k, it's more, I'm going to work this job, and I'm going to work that job, and I'm going to job hop, and I'm going to find, you know, I'm going to switch careers, I'm going to do all these different things, as opposed to what it was in the past, so... I think Nick just it's a different. Me. It's a different way of thinking about retirement as opposed to enjoying 15, 20 years after you after you turn 65. Let's say you live to 80. You have 15 years of life after retirement. I disagree. I, you, you, always, you always disagree. Hold on, let me finish my thought. So like, what I'm proposing is a different form of retirement where you don't retire at 65. You work through 80. And yeah, if you get sick, you get sick. But you've enjoyed the good years of your life. Yeah, being but if you contribute to your four hundred one k and then save ten to fifteen percent for that year off, you could still retire when you're sixty five. No, no, no. no. Um, but that's not, what you're not saying. You have to, yeah, you have to save forty percent of your income. Research, you, you wouldn't be able to because the returns right. aren't going to be as great as they have been. Yeah, but I'm saying you wouldn't have to work as hard. You'd have supplemental yeah, income. You'd, you'd have from, something. Hopefully, there's still social yes. security too. Again, so you only have to make five hundred bucks. People keep saying that, but no one's talking about it enough. Of... Why are they talking about it enough if it's not going to be there? Because it's not there. today's problem. Go for your problems. Yeah. But no, I actually like I. The way you broke that down, Nick, I'm now I'm considering that. That's in my brain right now. Like if you save, like by the time you're thirty-five, you saved sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go enjoy from thirty-five to thirty-seven somewhere somewhere else? We'll check back in five years. There you go. I mean, again, it's not like it's risky. It's a little bit more risky yeah. than having to. Because yeah, what's to say you come back and then you can't find a job? So like, right. what the hell have you been doing? Right. I started to take yeah, a few years. Yeah, they're starting your own business. So. But at the same time, like if you dirt, if you reduce the cost of you living, like you, your requirements to live, like just the same as a business. If your cost of living are super low, so you rent, you live with a couple of roommates or your wife or whatever. Yeah, you buy like a cheap a house unit. in a garden unit. And you, or you just don't buy a home that you ha- or you do buy a home because that's the greatest kind of thing of wealth, but not not an expensive home, not a five bedroom thing next to the lake, but a regular home that's okay with you, so that in three years you can go travel for a couple of years and then enjoy all of that, as opposed to having a nice house with awesome dinner parties and things like that. 
Yeah, I'm. I think you're also sacrificing a lot of your own life if you do that too. But like, let's say your day to day life, like your day to day social life. Yeah, of course. But let's say at 35 you're married and you're happy in life, and it doesn't matter where you live. So you buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars, a nice three bedroom house on a nice block for a hundred thousand dollars. You could probably pay for cash. Um, and then from there, this save is, and travel. This is the second time you said a hundred thousand dollar house today. There are no fucking houses for a hundred. Yeah, internet. You can move to Alabama, buy a hundred thousand dollar house. You could buy a, a condo in like a, I don't know, Dubuque, Iowa, whatever. Nah. Like if it's if it has an airport or a train, you can go anywhere in the world from there. Yeah, but your pay also. It's well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah, if you live in Dubuque, then maybe <laughs> that'd be harder to get a decent job, but. You can work remotely. I had like an hour long conversation with Tony today about that. He said his brother-in-law, who's like one of the healthy, healthiest pe- like, people ever, works out all the time like crazy, uh, is, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, you know, has no vices, just super healthy, went to the doctor. I think he's like a few years away from retiring in early 60s. He... Is like he and his, he was having problems with his neck, and then it was going to his eye. Doctor said he had a ninety percent blood like clot in his neck. It's like if he didn't catch it in time, he would have had a stroke, probably died. Wow. So his brother-in-law has just been like, I've been living this life for however long, and I've been enjoying life. I've just been fucking trying to be clean and and live my life, you know, uh, you know, making the best choices possible. And I almost died. And I felt like I, and now he's kind of living with regrets. I don't think he doesn't, hey. hate, doesn't hate himself, but he's just like, fuck. I, did I mean, like, but like his life, he wasn't like avoiding those things because he wanted them. Like he didn't want to drink. He didn't want to do drugs. He didn't want to party all night and do drugs. Right. So maybe. Yeah. I mean, if he, he regrets it. Decide yeah. If he did it for 70 years of his life. Yeah. yeah. But I think my whole thing is too, is yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't subscribe to the, to the thing of, oh, I, I can't wait till I, I can retire and, yeah. and not do anything. Nick, when you, I mean, you literally just fucking flipped my world upside down. I'm really not considering that <laughs> yeah. of working for the next five years, saving a ton of money. So, like, you're doing it in a small capacity. Yeah, like, it's not these, enough. Yeah, you're taking these two, three week vacations all across the world, and like, like that's awesome. But that's Imagine not enough. Have, yeah, of course, right. it's not enough. Imagine coming back after two years, like just living in, you know, Taiwan for like seven cents a day, and just using your money wisely across the world where it makes sense and then coming back to work feeling super refreshed with new ideas, new concepts, maybe new business opportunities. Like, you know, that's... Right. Like, I, I hear so many companies that have started after someone has traveled somewhere, saw something in that country that could translate better in their country, brought it back. Like, one of the, the people... the founders of Lyft. Uh, they started... Right, yeah. One of the, the people... Right. One of the people that spoke to us at, uh, at, at my college, he started a tea company... And he started it, at, and he's like, it's like a multi-million dollar tea company now. He started because he went on vacation, saw all these awesome teas, like loose leaf teas that were like amazing, and like there were health benefits to it. And he came back to America with just like lifting tea bags and like green tea bags, and like there was nothing like that here. And he brought that here, and like there was this whole like loose leaf tea. He was part of that like loose, loose leaf tea revolution, um, and made it cool, and he made a lot of money just by is, going on a vacation. Is he is he uh, also selling matcha? Yeah, I think he does have some of that. Um, so I just got on that train. I was in an Uber. the Starbucks thing? Yeah, I was I was in an Uber on Thursday, uh, Thursday night. Uber driver by the name of Ezra. Shout out Ezra. Really nice guy. Yeah. 
he was, I don't know how, we didn't really get on the, I don't know how we, he just started talking to me and was telling me about all the great benefits of matcha. And, you know, he looked uh, like... He, for our listeners out there, what is matcha? It's, it's like a green tea, green tea extract, something like that. Like, I like, mean, it's 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 in powder form here, yeah, but you can form. actually get matcha like leaves. It's matcha or matcha. I say matcha, but it's M A M S M A C H T A. Okay, matcha, matcha. Okay. But yeah, he just told me about all the great benefits of it, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm sixty years old." I'm like, "You're sixty years old. Uh, you're twice my age, and I look older than you." <laughs> and, and so the next day, I went to Starbucks and I got me one. I don't know. Yeah, like, but anything. the Starbucks. Did you get the matcha shake where it was like had milk and all that stuff in it, or did uh, you have like I substituted the milk for the for almond milk. And I have I a bag. That, I've got that a that bag of matcha party, matcha powder here. So how do you how do you prepare it? I don't. I mean, uh, like if I would prepare it, yeah. you just mix it with water. Hot water. Hot water. Okay. That's like a tea. It's it's like a you just sprinkle it on food too. It's like. Yeah, it's supposed to exfoliate your skin. Yeah, you can snort really. it with a straw. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can take a spoonful, whatever. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm in. It's not, not super tasty if it's not prepared properly, but it has the same benefits. I'm in. I'm all for it. All right, retire, all secrets. retire early and drink green tea. Plants. Learn something new every day. That is, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal forever. Let's see. Next. So, oh. wait, okay, so like, sticking on this 40%, uh-huh. if, if I didn't want to retire sporadically throughout my years and wanted to save for retirement what what age were they saying you need to do that at starting at 21 like everyone recommends or starting at like the no be starting at 30 oh yeah of course i mean that i thought that was like common knowledge because like, even our parents so my my i've had uh, i have uncles and aunts who um had long-term careers at gm got the full gm pension but they still have but pension is a 401k right but still regardless they're still working part-time jobs right now just to help pay, pay for their insurance and also get a little little extra income just because insurance costs are way too high. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just not enough money. Can you imagine that waiting till 65 and working your ass off and then still having to get a part-time job after, after yeah. doing that? That'd be so shitty. Yeah. Shout out to my aunt. She got a part-time job working at a ticket agent for Delta. So now she just gets to fly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what I would do. All right. It's, I mean, it's a shitty job. She's like retired? Yeah. Worked, worked at GM for like 35 years. Got a full pension and all that. GM corporate, and she got like a part-time part-time job at Delta. Part-time, yeah. Ticket agent, and gets to fly for free. Gets those perks. (laughs) Oh man, what a good idea! Right. Can I work one one hour a week and then just get the benefits? She took her. She she took a free flight before she even started her first day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, why not? Yeah. I was reading. Well, I passively read uh, an article talking about how. especially with this whole climate change movement that's been going on over the past couple of years and more recently, people are essentially shaming airlines because of the carbon output that they have uh, on the planet, that they're like trying to shame the industry into, or people in general to stop flying as much. And they're talking about how if this type of rhetoric and just this attitude continues to shift in the direction that it is, that it's like seriously going to affect the, the, uh, have people are flying too much? The flight industry in, in the I, next decade. I mean, but if you fly, I think it's more fuel yeah. efficient than if you drive somewhere. If no one drove a car? It's a I don't know comparatively how, if you had 200 people on a flight, if they all drove individual cars in the same right. direction, I don't know how much carbon footprint yeah. it would be compared to a flight. But That's a good question. Plus how much time all those humans... The question is, would you be willing to drive the same distance that you want to fly, though? Yes, yeah, so I consider that every single time we book a flight. Like, how much, what's the price difference? 
Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's more of a financial you're reason yeah, as opposed yeah, to yeah. your willingness to actually do it. How many people actually make decisions based on their impact on the environment? That's the reason Prius... Prius well, no, is that's, better no, than no, I get, I get, I get that, but the idea is in the culture and the society we live nowadays, it's like it's, you know, the, the, the small percentage of people, the, the more radical types are getting a louder voice, and so that message is being spread, so we'll see how many people get indoctrinated by it or just follow through with it, but yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't buy it. I don't think people will be... I mean, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to be able to take a train somewhere if we had a, if we had a train system that... Yeah, if we had a train system, yeah, like Japan or like Europe. Trains are uh, much more expensive. Right now in the U.S. because they're super expensive to run, but if we had like an electric bullet train... But you guys have to understand, Europe is like three or four, like maybe five states put together. Yeah, true. What so, is that? so it can bullet to Gary, right. Indiana. You right. know? Yeah, like, like Texas, Alaska, yeah. and you know, like, yeah, and then we have more miles sure. to cover. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Alaska is like bigger than all of Europe. Yeah. Can you <laughs> can you imagine a train going 200 miles an hour for a thousand miles? Yeah, like, that's true. One of the reasons it works in Japan is because they're not going. I mean, but yeah, like, but it like, have to be for metropolitan area, metropolitan yeah, Chicago area. to New York, LA to San Francisco, those types of routes that should have it. Well, Elon has always said that like, he can do that, like, technology is there, it's just he needs the government funding. Yeah, there's no way a private company can afford to lay down right. that much technology down across. Yeah. Yeah. Nationally. Well, but, Chicago was supposed to get one, but that got canceled, right? Yes. From and then they're making one. Downtown, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, but, but Elon is east. The Boeing Company, I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but they were making a, a train that. Is I think it's still a working process. Uh, from LA, no, LA, not. New York to DC, like the tunnels are being built. I don't know right. wh- how far along they've gotten. The Boring Company, like, I love Elon. He's he, he's an incredible human being, but he's just so like scatterbrained. Yeah. He's got too much going on, and he's just lost. I think he, he's definitely losing focus because the the what the rooftop tile company, Boring Company, rooftop towel tile. Like Tesla solar, the solar, oh. the solar panels. That's all under the Tesla brand, though. So I mean, like, how much do you think he has involved better? in each of those operations, though? I mean, I think the majority of his time is spent on Tesla, Tesla yeah. and SpaceX. Yeah. Right, but those are two huge companies. Yeah, yeah but I mean, Elias. Right, but like he's defining the strategic, the strategic path for them, along with a lot of other people. It's not like he's you know making day to day decisions there. Well, didn't he Probably say it wasn't at Tesla him when, like, he lost the... I thought it was one of his companies he said that he had overridden the... He didn't have the final say in decisions that were made at some point. Didn't he lose, like, the CEO position of... He got in some, some trouble it, with They tried SEC. booting him when he uh, said something. Uh, he, he, he tweeted? Jay. Yeah. He's, no, when he smoked a J and then shortly thereafter tweeted that he's uh, buying Tesla from the public market through private equity. Yeah. For, and then, for $420. And then, the stock, then the stock price shut up and then the SEC sued them because it wasn't true and he was just saying that on Twitter and Those it affected the stock price. Did yeah, they need to keep their... Yeah, no, that that that's your money. Like, like if you sold, right? Yeah. But like, it shot back down shortly thereafter after you got into all trouble. But then they they released their earnings last week and now they're back up to like 300 something. Yeah. Um, I, I believe in Tesla, like the car, like it... It's a great product. No it's, doubt it's about it. Like the Tesla, sure. Like it's a great product because it's cool. But like any other brand can do it. It's just like the market loves Tesla so much because it's such a cool brand. Yeah. And it's a good looking car. Yeah, I mean. But like 
get a Chevy Volt. It's the same thing. And there's a lot of uh, car manufacturers coming out with Yeah, like sweet Porsche ones. has an electric car that uh, like beats Tesla on a racetrack. <clears throat> yeah, Tesla's just one of the players. First foot in the door. First foot in the door. Well, yeah, it's not like, even just I guess the. But then they the sexiest. The door. Yeah, but, the sexiest. But aren't isn't his technology licensed to all those other car companies? No, not necessarily. But his technology is open source, so like they can look um, at it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Elon, if you're listening, I respect him for that. Right. Like, hey, we're building it. Try to try to make it better. But you can't. That was one thing uh, that I heard. I think it was the first, the first. Uh, not first production car, the first to market car that they had to get final approval on um, for like, there's all you, obviously all these tests that they have to run to make sure that your car can actually operate on the road and one of them was to make sure that it had um, the ability to not, well, the, the right, uh, um, not schematics, results I guess that like, what is allowed for a car to flip, like how much, how high the center of gravity can be on a car to make sure it couldn't flip and all that bullshit. And Elon Musk, literally, for the people that that determine whether or not that is something that that's viable, they sent them a Tesla and said, as like an ad thing, said, please try to flip. And it was like this this PR thing where they put it out that they sent this a Tesla car to this organization and said, please try to flip our car. Yeah, because like eighty percent is the batteries on the bottom of the car. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. So it's almost impossible to flip. At least it's not impossible to blow up though. That's true. Going back to the boring company though, did you see that? latest demonstration they did with the underground tunnels in LA maybe it was it was nothing it was just a a car going down on a platform and the way that 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 uh that model that he demonstrated that all cars would just be on this uh on this yeah track and never ending like platform where they can just go on their own completely false from what he showed because the demonstration that I saw was literally the car going down on on like the elevator Whatever, whatever it's called, that the the lift, and all it did was the person in the car drove. It was an MVP, man. All he did was drive. Right, but like as soon as you plug in their auto drive thing, you could just put cars down there nonstop and And it's gonna go. It's gonna go two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, why not? There's no limit to what that car can go if it's on a track that's driving it. I think there's a lot of safety issues there. Right. Yeah, today, but like. Were you expecting a ready-to-go-to-market product? I was expecting a way better demonstration than that. All he did was just drive it. He just drove in a tunnel. An Not underground tunnel. No, it wasn't a track. It was literally just driving in an underground tunnel. All right. Did he say he's going to build a track? Yeah. Okay, there you go. He's showing you what the early stages. You don't want to see the insides of how something is being built? Before you build the track, you have to make sure a car can drive through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely need to see a lot more progress. I don't know. He needs to stop selling fucking flamethrowers and, and start making... What he promised he would tell him what to do, Ollie. Tell him what to do. I've been a, I've been at Elon stand we'll check for a long. Yeah, I've, I've been at Elon stand for a long time, and I've backed him through all of his crazy, you know, inventions yeah, and thoughts, and I'm, I'm, I've backed him. But like, he just sometimes he just doesn't follow through on. You sound problems. like his investors. Well, maybe I am. I've backed him for so long. You're just going off the wall yeah, now. I am. Would you love to? Would you like to have a life like they do? No. No, I just like telling him that he's not doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, yeah, I don't... All I, the time. I mean, I for sure, I don't have that brain capacity or limit... limit like, I have limits in my brain compared to anyone. I think we all do. 
He's a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. But do you think, though, if you just focus on either, whether it's just one thing, aspect, SpaceX, or Tesla, or the boring company, like, wouldn't we see shit ton more progress? In that individual sector, of course. Yeah, but yeah I appreciate but his vision, I think, because yeah. it's branching out into different avenues, is much more beneficial for the whole. Can you imagine if he didn't get into SpaceX, we, SpaceX would just be sending same rockets that blow up in the atmosphere, yes. you know, and yes. then... Or just the fact that the the R and D that went into that and the affordability that they were able to generate yeah. with a private company. Yeah, know, I mean he's able to do it for like things. a sixth of the cost or something that we we're doing before. Even, yeah, I think even less. Than, oh no. Yeah, and like less. all of these different companies are branching out of his current work in the companies he's working on. So like Space, SpaceX was born out of like Tesla because they were manufacturing all their own parts, and they're like, hey, we could do the same thing for rockets. And then the just boring company came after like this machine that they were using at Tesla or at the. SpaceX like, hey, we could build tunnels with this. Why not use that? You know, like it's, I don't know. Ever evolving. Yeah, someone's eventually going to take over one of his companies because he can't handle it. And then another person's going to take over another one of his companies and he's going to focus and retire or do whatever and just do talks. That's what I just asked, Nick. So you're saying, so pretty much you're agreeing with me. He can't do it now. He shouldn't do it now because he's still the innovation leader. Sorry, all of his businesses that he's founded uh, to this day, what do you think is going to branch off from... One of them now. He's gonna stick with Tesla. Clearly, I think. Flying cars. Like that. <clears throat> Buildings. Oh, oh you think what you think is gonna branch out of his current Wait, works? Well, the way you described it was one company spawned another company, right. which spawned another company. So with all his companies I mean, now, energy. just another comp- just another question I have. What do you think? He's going to branch off. Yeah, I think energy, like Dan said, he's going to find more efficiencies in energy yeah, consumption. Does, yeah, he does the Tesla batteries for, you know, the countries that right. go without power. So, like, now, yeah, he'll do those batteries, power walls, the solar stuff came out of the fact that he can store so much energy in these batteries and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to put my brain in his brain because that's ridiculous. I'm just going to watch. I think you're creative enough <laughs> to think of something that can spawn of that. Right, of course, but, I mean, I don't know, ice cream machines that... So, do you think in... Ice cream. Okay, so speaking of energy, do you think in the next 10, 15 years, we can finally say, like, fuck off ComEd and, and use Tesla energy? It wouldn't be Tesla energy, it'd be sun energy. Oh, sorry. Using Tesla batteries, or any kind of batteries. I think there's going to be competition in that space. But no, like, I don't, I mean, for, I think it's going to happen in rural areas first, where it's harder to get energy. Just like with internet, it's, like, satellite internet companies are more... And like 5G, I just saw this Verizon 5G commercial. They're going to blow up in like the uh, um, rural areas because you got to put one tower up and then you just cover all these people as opposed to digging lines and like building cable everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever happened to those... Does, does Facebook still launch those drones in the air? Not in the, U, not in the U.S., but in under under areas that are not not as accessible to internet stuff, yeah. Got it. Those uh, internet balloons... Wi-Fi balloons? There's actual Wi-Fi balloons? Oh, I thought they were just drones. I thought they were balloons. Balloon drones. Balloon drones, yeah. Balloon drones. Alright. Leads, leads. A good segment. Oh, uh, speaking of, since I'm, I'm vaping right now, uh, va- vaping illnesses have tapered off and even declined, so... We watched the same uh, LinkedIn feed, because I saw that too. Yeah, LinkedIn we, we figured it out. Yeah, it's the. And it was never vaping to begin with. Right. It's healthy again. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, it's healthy again. Yeah. <laughs> They're still gonna ban it. New York, you can unban it now. And it sucks because, because uh, I just read as well that Jewel is gonna lay off five hundred people. Yeah. So, 
Well, they were overhiring from the beginning. Well, yeah, there's a shit ton of growth. Did you see the payouts? Like, um, not the yeah. people they laid off, but like the the when when uh, the Altrium invested in them, like yeah. each each of the employees got like a one point three million dollar payout. Yes. Yeah. And that's like it wasn't just the founding team; it yeah, was just like all like the employees. Local, yeah. yeah. Customer service, one point three million dollars. I was actually looking at jobs before that. I'm like, show it to Jewel. Yeah, show it to Jewel. I can network for a company like that. Why? Because. There you go. We're good. Can't even see it there. Why can't you work for a company like that? Morals. Morals. Really? What, like, oh, because you're getting kids addicted to nicotine? That, yeah. It's bad for you. What about they give you $1.3 million? I mean, $1.3 million? (laughs) I don't think they're, they're, like, I wouldn't work for a cigarette company. I wouldn't work for, you know, a missile contractor or anything like that, but someone that has the intentions that are being skewed in the media, like good intentions, like we're trying to help people that... Do they have good intentions? I mean, not if you read the news, but if... What if they're hiding it like the fucking... uh, But what if they're not? What What if their intention was, hey, a lot of people are smoking cigarettes, they're dying. If they do this less... Uh... Addictive. Addictive. I mean, even if it's more addictive, but less carcinogenic, carcinogenic, um thing that saving life. I'm sure Jewel has saved more lives than it's killed. I don't think it's killed. Without a doubt. Yeah. Has, has lung cancer deaths gone down? Have. Well, it's still essentially a relatively new market thing. You'd have to find out in another generation probably yeah. when all the people that, especially the kids that are just vaping now and not smoking to see the drop off in lung cancer. I think, yeah, I think, I think the whole flavor stuff, that needs to go. Because if you're trying to quit smoking, you're not like, hey, I want blueberries. You just want to quit smoking, and anything's an improvement over cigarettes. And if you're selling watermelon flavors, then kids, of course, are going to be attracted to that stuff. I'm going to definitely, like, I will admit that if that was popular when we were in high school, I'd be all about it. Yeah, I know. Me too, of course. But I wouldn't be smoking cigarettes. You smoke cigarettes in high school. I mean, I started smoking cigarettes when I was 12, 13 years old, right. like, yeah. sporadically, and then started smoking regularly when I was 16. Right, yeah, like, before and after school, I mean, yeah. weekends, so. I, guess I bet you would never, I bet you would never. The ease of use has been, become a huge problem, because yeah. it doesn't put on any odors and all that stuff. Right, right. right. Um, I remember before I had to smoke a cigarette, and I always had to make sure I had gum, and then wash my hands, and... <laughs> Like cologne. Yeah, now you walk in the house and you smell like blueberries. It's like, ah, you've been juuling? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just lotion, son. It's just lotion. It's my lip balm. It's my CBD cream, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of CBD cream, I got some CBD cream a couple of weeks ago, and I've been putting it on my back, and it's actually working. Placebo. I mean, sure, I don't care. (laughs) If it works, it works. I feel like it made my back worse. Really? (laughs) It made my back worse. No, but I've been, like, putting it on after a shower every day, and, like, last week, Thursday, I woke up, and I had, like, very minimal back pain. I'm like, oh, shit, I wonder what it is. I don't know if it was, like, you know, the workout, or if it was uh, how I slept, or whatever it was, but that's one of the variables in what it changed. Change. Change. Sponsored by. Change. Change. Any... Any new revelations or updates from 
from you change boys? I uh, just grinding away, uh, out there, out there hustling, trying to raise some money, continuing to grow, seeing huge growth from that. So this recent Shark Tank episode is proving to give us as much of a bump as the original. Oh shit! Yeah, as far as like downloads and traction. Plus, we have both platforms available now, so more growth on Android, um, better conversion rates. Um, just need to get a couple more of those in, more PR. Uh, how's items. my how's my latest marketing move panning out? Uh, it is not as good as we wanted it to be. Um, but it's not it's not a major difference. We'll see what the long term conversions are after. Was it change in the can? Change in the can. Uh, no, I uh, we made a couple of changes to some Facebook ads we were running and just testing the differences and. Nice. Uh, Executive decision made by me. Yeah, well, he's like, you should focus on this. And they're like, uh, we'll see. So it's been running for a week, so we'll, we'll see. How, see how much longer are you, you going to get this trial? I mean, it's not a major difference. Like, I'll let it run for another week and then switch it back and then see what the, the long-term conversions of, of them are. And if it's better, I'll switch it back. We'll see. Right. Then you're going to be like, I told you so. No, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. There, there, there's no benefit of I told you so because then it. Dan is is Nick a I told you so guy. Uh, no. Because then that would stifle people coming with with ideas and innovations. Like I don't want this guy to say I told you so again. Yeah. True. It's a good point. He usually just shoves his opinion though. I do. Down your throat a lot. I do. Certain things. If I if I'm in charge of something in charge of something and I and I need to be responsible for it, or he's gonna say, or he's gonna say if I'm right. What? If I'm right, then I'm gonna you know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like anything you you say, is right. So you're always gonna say yeah. Gonna I mean, so it. when it comes like this argument, I'm assuming stemming from <laughs> pitching our business. And since I'm in charge of pitching our business, I want to take the lead on that. I mean, you are taking the lead. I right, know. right. So, like, I will, I will, take, yeah, I will take another, I will take another opinions, and we do all the time. But at the end of the day, I have to make a decision. Yeah, man. Executive decision. Executive. I said executive, right? With an S. Executive. Executive. Seculatory. Oh, what does that word mean? I don't. Oh, uh, they tell you I, I broke my uh, iPhone. I watch Apple, Apple Watch, watch uh, screen. How did you manage to do that? I put it down on a t- piece of tile and it cracked. Or I just you like, put it, it, it like toss it like that. Oh no! And I How long we got that? Three years. Hey, you guys got it for me a few years ago. Three, four years ago. Where did we day. I'm thinking of uh, replacing the screen. Or, so it costs $200 to replace the screen with Apple and they essentially just send you a new thing when you watch without the bands but you can get a new watch this is series one for like 90 bucks on eBay used. Uh, there you go so I should do that or you just leave it on there with a crack but then it's gonna fry if I try to use it in water, water so I, I take a shower with it I swim with it now I can't do that damn Thoughts. Death, death to Apple. Speaking of Apple American hardware, Apple did you see their new AirPods? I did. You gonna buy them? No. They're two hundred fifty dollars. 
What? Yeah. Noise canceling, longer battery life, different form facts. They have the actual rubber knobs. It's not worth it. I'm sure they sound amazing. But did you see Amazon's new earbuds? No. They've got earbuds now. All I gotta say is those Beats by Dre are not worth $350. Yeah. You know actual costs to make uh, an average Beats headphone? Like $30. Like, yeah, 13 Holy shit balls. Well, what do you think it costs to make an iPhone? Do any of these products, man? Yeah. iPhone, them. I think 40 bucks all in. Okay, I mean, that's what? Just for materials. Yeah. Not R and D, not shipping, not paying anybody. You're paying. You're yeah. paying for the like software. Maybe another hundred dollars on top of that. Mm, I'm thinking more like two or three hundred dollars. Landed cost? No, it's not three hundred dollars. Not not even close to like hundred and fifty. With all of the R and D and past developments and yes. and like That's warranty. Uh, That's why Apple has three hundred billion dollars in the bank. bank. Yeah, absolutely. You think? They're not turning a profit that big? I think they are, yeah. No, yeah. and that's huge. I think they've got turned they a huge they profit. Had some, I forgot what Most, these, the, like the, isn't the majority of the revenue now coming from services? I don't know, Apple guys, tell us. I don't know. They had like several, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was... I'm they have enough sure. money in the bank to buy like the top 30 startups. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, not because they're, insult, they're paying... Our, Cash. It's not because their cost of their iPhone is $300. No, it's way less. Cost to make an iPhone. Or we can look this up, but yeah, Google like it. after everything, we'll Google it. Uh, but I also read today that Apple Pay is the number one form of digital payment, just passed up Starbucks. Which so is who the one. fuck else is using digital Starbucks payment? Starbucks was number one before that. I don't even use Apple Pay. I use it now. I use so that it. was their strategy. It's just easier. <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah, I don't have to my wallet. I can just tap my oh, phone. I, and boom. Know, I, just, I don't know. I'm tired of like sticking my card into those fucking readers. It's just annoying. Yeah. You gotta wait. Yeah. How Don't is move that the card. Secure than a freaking. Four hundred twelve dollars, my friends. Landed cost of an iPhone ten. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it retails for eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, they're making yeah, a nice, 15, yeah. nice buck. Yeah. No, of course. Whatever. I don't believe that number, anyways. It's just. If you bring everything into the fact they have to hire geniuses, they have to do all this, like, that's, that's not even account, accounted in all of that. I guarantee it is. Yeah, yeah for sure. The well, labor? Said, definitely. But that's not, that's like ancillary labor, it's like outside of that. This is the production cost. Have they brought their money back to the U.S. yet, or is it still in Ireland? Did I tell you my conspiracy theory about Ireland? There's something. There's some funny business going on over there. In Ireland. Yeah, I discovered it while I was, while I was over there. You know, Ireland has the Irish pound, and did you know the Irish pound is more valuable than the British pound? Really. Yes. Wow. How's that? Is that because of Brexit? No. No, it's probably because they have less. less um, I mean. I mean, all they have is fa- like fishing and farming. <clears throat> but it's all localized. It's something that stays in the. I mean, the exports probably just. Strictly go to like no the debt. UK and yeah, it's, yeah, that's what it is. US has so much fucking debt. That's why our dollar isn't as valuable as the euro or the pound. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's wild. And then, uh, companies who move there and they store their cash there, like them and uh, Apple and Facebook, and funny business going on there. Yeah. And then did you know if you go to Ireland that you don't have to pay sales tax if you keep all your receipts before you get on on the on the plane to go back home? There's a a, uh, a kiosk or a desk that you can go to and you can 
give them all your receipts, and they will refund you back all the sales tax you paid on. So I mean that's uh, that's true in a lot of states in the U.S. too. What? No sales tax, no income tax. No, but it's only for like citizens. It's like why would you? Why don't you just keep the sales tax? For citizens, or for no, no, for us, for us travelers. Oh, you don't have to pay taxes, right? Do citizens citizens have yes. to? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Because you're not getting any. I guess you are getting benefit. You're spending money there. Well, I have found out that actually uh, certain countries, even the U.S., that if you get a travel visa on the time that you travel to the United States, you can. Uh, there's businesses that actually cater to you and give you discounted prices on things that you like staying at hotels, uh, uh, going to certain retailers and malls and, and shopping centers and stuff like that that give you a percent discount on their your purchases there because you're on a travel visa. This is in Ireland? Or is no, in the United States, in uh-huh. Canada. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a travel incentive. Like, hey, you come here, you don't have to pay taxes on anything you buy. Yeah, it's obviously like spend money in my country. Like, like, yeah, you can go to like Saks Fifth Avenue or big shopping centers um, where people. But I mean, so also at the same time, there were protests going on because of uh, the budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland's annual like doing their budgets. So it's right. like, hey, I got a fucking idea for you guys. Keep our tax money. <laughs> I don't think that moved the needle. <laughs> I think it yeah, would sales tax. For. I mean, I know that they might have a tourism industry, but I don't think it's that yeah, big that it would. Like, get, that would like oh, it's, not, it's not like Disney World. <laughs> yeah, 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 Disney World de- de- generates more taxes than probably all of Ireland does. I saw a funny ass post about that because people are complaining about how expensive it is to go to those parks. And yeah, people, they just raised their prices again this year, I think, right? Yeah, or people, next year? people are like, fuck, give me a fake ID, give me a, a fake uh, annual pass to the Disneyland parks. Who did that? Yeah, now it's like $200 for, or $175 for a fucking entry. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, per person. Remember when we went to Universal? How much was that? Yeah, that was like ninety dollars. Jeez. No one's that too, Disney. Yeah. And that was like the discounted pass. There was like a. There was like a we took like a basic pass or some shit. You like a VIP fast pass. Well, my kids aren't going to Disney World. Fuck that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's magical, but yeah. It's is it? Yeah, I mean, it's magical. Dude, it is. It is. I think it is. I think it's worth it. I mean, Six flags is just No, 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 no. This no. is this is a multiple worlds in a given place. <laughs> yeah. This guy is so passionate. This is multiple worlds. I actually. I mean, now they have. Well, that's Universal. They have the Star Wars Harry world. Potter is is Harry Potter Disney World or Universal? Universal. Oh well, even then, Universal. Yeah, they got the Star Wars thing that's opening up now. They just the whole you, swaths of their. The Avatar World too. Yeah. Would you guys be down to take an adult Disney trip? Yeah, they serve booze there too now. It's, of course they do. They've always served. No, they haven't. No, they just recently introduced that. Like, it's last a small world. Five to like eight years. Yeah. Let's do a Disney world. trip. <laughs> Fuck that. It's Why? Expensive, man. I went. Uh, There's like, probably bars there we can go to and stuff. Yeah, they they do a thing. Yeah, so I have to watch myself swearing around Daffy Duck and shit. No, no you don't. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them kids. Uh, I no, said Daffy Duck. Uh, the okay. last time I went to Disney World, I got shit on by a bird, so I'm just. You I did? That place off. Oh, my mom did too. Like, I wrote that time. place off. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, you're gonna minimum spend probably twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. If you want to go to all the parks and if you're staying there for like a week. Well, who the fuck? Yeah, I mean, how much you spend doing? in Vegas in three nights? Well, he usually comes back with money. Yeah, that's <laughs> an, yeah. I have a potential you can't win to make money a return. In Florida. Right. Okay. I have a potential. To get yeah, have the unless you're playing, unless you're playing dice with fucking Mickey Mouse behind the kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. 
Hurry up, my, my lunch break. <laughs> no, but Dizzy blows Six Flags out of the water. Not even close. Really? Not yeah, even not close? Even, not even close. The exp- like, you go to Six Flags because they have a few rides that yeah. rock your socks off type of thing, but Disney World is just like an experience. I mean, it's... It's, it's an escape, yeah. Yeah, I mean... But I want my kid to be addicted to You're Disney. walking to the happiest place on Earth. But imagine the... The, the things that'll go off in your kid's brain of like just mad creativity and put them in front of a computer screen and like teach them to code no not when you can code. actually see and feel or, oh or see things yeah no you can't it's not the all same. right nick don't ever go on vacation again just go on google maps yeah yeah <laughs> definitely not the same the atmosphere just yeah no it's different i mean i'm down to take like my kids on a road trip like get a van <laughs> like drive down, <laughs> down the that's like saying you know seeing like pictures kid. of the Grand Canyon Look, on, so on a screen you know what I remember more? actually seeing the Grand Canyon. Yeah, what I remember more about my road... I went to Disney World. Right, I went to Disney World? Yeah, but that was three days out of the three weeks we're out on the road. Right, and what I remember Wait, most... You guys went to Disney World What I remember days. most... What I remember most was Branson, Missouri and caves that we went into. Um, I think in Missouri. And like, we're That's on this boat we and went in there. several different trips, dude. That's why. That's what I remember. Like, I don't remember much of Disney World. Yeah, I don't. I do. Actually, I gotta admit, one of the coolest trips I ever went on, I haven't been on a lot, but um, when I was a kid, we, when I was like five, my family took a cross-country trek, not all the way to the Pacific Ocean, but we got to like Nevada. <coughs> oh, what the hell? I can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> we went, to, we went to Nevada. I think that was as far west as we went. Then we hit a bunch of states on the way back, obviously a bunch of states on the way there. Um... But for me, it was when my eighth grade class, we went on a class trip to Hannibal, Missouri. No. And the reason we went there was because, um, uh, geez, what famous steamboat engine, uh, steamboat, steamboat engine era writer, um. I know what you're talking about. Oh, man, river. <laughs> he had, uh, he had his actual name, but then he had a pen name. Uh, Jesus. Uh, not Tom Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Huckleberry Finn guy, right? Tom, uh... Tom, so- no, Tom, Tom Sawyer? Tom Sawyer, the guy that, no, that wrote Tom Sawyer. Why can't I think uh, of Elijah name? something. Elijah? Huckleberry Finn? Oh my god, this is pathetic. That we Tom about Sawyer. Oh man, River, it keeps on turning. Mark Twain. Mark Twain, there you go. Dang. Dang. Uh, actually, Danny Haynes, that is his, like, great, great, great uncle. I don't believe it. <laughs> Mark Twain? I don't believe that. Yes, what is his fucking pen name? Why is he not getting Mark Twain royalties? <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, Samuel Clemens. Yeah, Samuel Clemens. Mark Twain is his, his pen name. Samuel Clem- Clemens is his real name. Yeah, Samuel Clemens is like his great 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 uncle. No. Have you ever read no, any of his books? What's that? Have you ever read any of his books? Uh, Huckleberry Finn. Pretty sure. In high school? Too, yeah. I don't remember anything from high school. Oh, anything. Okay. one thing I want to update you guys on. Inside Baseball. Sponsor? No. You see the tits? Tits. I have tits. What tits? The World Series game yesterday, there was two girls. Oh, no, girl. yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I heard, I, you told me that they got banned or something or yeah. something like that. Banned for life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not see. To promote breast boobies. cancer. They showed their boobs. Yeah. Three rows behind home plate. Oh, that's how they get around it, huh? 
Mm-hmm. No, but they get to try to throw the fucking. But to support off breast cancer, they're trying. They're trying to get out of it. They're trying to. No, and, and they're all Instagram followers. Yeah, and they're and they're trying to promote their. Uh, they have a, like a virtual magazine, so hand in hand they're promoting a pornography. Yeah, magazine. so they're not doing it for breast cancer. Well, they have a virtual pornography. Well, they said all proceeds that thing for this month go to breast cancer. Oh, that's good. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, well, there's four days left. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. My startup media company was failing, then I showed my boobs on national TV and mm-hmm. came back. Hey, man, win at all costs. Doesn't matter. We've all seen They lost, though. They lost. Who lost? Washington. Oh, those people? Yeah. Oh, Washington, I mean. Who won? Is the World Series over? No, it's game five. Five. Spoiler alert. Game five. No, game six. Because they six. just uh, Astros won three in a row. They were down two. Oh really? Oh yeah. So yeah. they won. They lost two at home and then won two in Washington. I'm, I'm assuming this. Won three. Season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that how baseball works? It goes two, three, two. Yes. Oh nice. Damn. So they win it at home. Speaking of sports, Bears suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, this might have been a little premature, but I gave up on them after the the Raiders game. I just felt like that was. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was with Chase Daniels. Was I figured when Mitch come back would be a lot better, but yeah, Mitch is just not. Mitch is not the guy. He's not. I mean, no. And I get I get so mad when I see highlights of Deshaun Watson because we yeah, can't Deshaun Watson, and. Uh, I watched the last five minutes of that game and he was actually pretty good like throwing some good passes and then we doinked it no he just missed it left yeah but then there was three was it three drives in a row they got into the goal uh, they got booed first half we were in that red zone three times we got three field goals so we kicked the field goal at the end of the first half to take the lead and they got booed <laughs> tell me like where else does that happen when All your right, team is I winning I don't think our uh, listeners appreciate this <laughs> Then we're baseball outside. Anyway, I was going to say, uh, for the podcast, I have a spreadsheet going with all our past episodes of length. I need to listen to data from you. And then um, I'll share with all you guys, and we're going to start putting our topics in there so we have a little bit more structure. Um, I hope you guys adopt it eventually. I saw, I saw a preview of it, and it's pretty cool. Well, he loves spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Cool beans. I like hot beans, though. <clears throat> uh, yeah, cool beans are weird. Just heat those things up. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll take this as our first anchor break, and then on, we'll come back from our break. We'll start with Scott's science topic. Cool. Science segment. I mean, hot beans. Hot, hot beans, beans. Hot beans. All right. Shout hey. out anchor. Yo, back from our sponsored anchor break. Shout out anchor, and <clears throat> we'll kick it off to Scott for Scott's science segment. So, uh, this is going to be an interesting science segment, considering we got four dudes here. Um, but for all the listeners out there, if you ever thought that you masturbated too much, got some good news for you. Recently, Harvard University just finished a 18-year study uh, indicating that... 18 years? Yeah, it was an 18-year study that they did. Uh, surveying close to 32,000 people... Um, starting from the ages of 20 to 29, and then 40 to 49, and measured the difference in the prostate cancer rates that they had. Um, Obviously, while asking these questionnaires on their own personal uh, masturbation habits, but essentially came to a golden number of 21 is 
what these researchers recommend that a man orgasm or climaxes in a given month to reduce his chances of getting prostate cancer by up to almost one third, like 31%. Is this specifically masturbating? So reaching climax in general. So there's been previous research that has shown that um, specifically men in this situation that have very active sex lives have lower um, um, cancer rate or prostate cancer rates than men who have um, less active sex lives, but you could supplement that by actively masturbating. So, I mean, I think for most people I know that's not an issue, and they're at least in, at this age, so um, they're active. So they say uh, most men that do uh, end up uh, having prostate cancer in their later years of their life uh, starts actively happening in mid to late 60s, um, and gets progressively worse, or the chances increase when you get into your 70s and 80s. Um, so obviously, um, those numbers are going to be skewed a little bit because your libido is lower at those ages. But So um, are they saying that people that do it in their younger years are less likely to develop in their later years? Or are they saying you need to keep ejaculating? I'm pretty sure it's one of those things that if you actively have, uh, I mean, if you have a high libido, um, continue despite not physically having sex with someone that masturbating can help offset those risks that come with uh, so they're turning masturbation into a job giggity <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not a job I guess just uh, but like if you have help. if you have no libido like let's say you're 65 you're like oh god I gotta go jerk off again so I don't get prostate cancer I mean you're not getting paid for it so it's not a job it's just a daily task more like it right like, like working out yeah like going to the gym yeah, there you go. Okay. As it only takes two two minutes as opposed to... But nine. ideally, you'd be having sex, so it doesn't only have the climax benefit, it also has the exercise benefit. Certainly, yeah. Help uh, increase your cardiovascular system and all that jazz. Might help prevent heart attacks. Prevent or increase? Yeah, prevent. Oh. Well, if you, if you have a terrible heart and high cholesterol and high blood pressure, then uh, active... Like, if you don't get any type of exercise, the only exercise you get is through sex, then yeah, that could definitely uh, have its negative health benefits. Unless you have a lot of it, because then you're actively yeah, exercising. Yeah, there you go, yeah. If, if you're doing that 21 times a month, then maybe uh, they can supplement walk-in quickly. Hey, do, well, what is that? 21 times a month, that's almost every day, weekday. I mean, yeah. If you're living, if you're living with your significant other, every fourth sleep in the day, same yeah, bed. Yeah. Every fourth day, you don't do it. What do, you, what do you think of scheduling sex? You know how, like, some couples that are super busy, they're like, oh, we've got a sex night. I think that takes away so much from that. Yeah, I mean, as an older couple, I can see how it has its benefits. Um, from my understanding that more impromptu or just kind of uh, spontaneous sex is something that is more beneficial, I think, developing relationships and, like, the health of the relationship. Yeah. But, um I guess if you've been married for 30 years and know everything about that person and romanticize them your entire life, that kind of scheduling the sex to make sure that you still... I think it's beneficial, yeah, especially if you're missing that in your day-to-day life or your week-to-week or month-to-month life. If you actively make the effort, I feel like that can create the bond. Um, but for a younger couple, I feel like that's something that's not as... I don't think that's, that's ever an issue for a younger couple, but like for older couples, I feel like... Well, I wouldn't say... I mean, from my understanding that... Uh, there's huge drop-offs. The second, like, when you get married, they say, like, the first two years of your life is the most sex you'll ever have, and then yeah. once you have your first kid, the yeah. percentage of sex you have drops off by, like, 50% or even yeah. higher than that, and then 
second and third and fourth or however many kids you have, it's you know it's exceedingly drops off more and more. So, um, what what's the reason? Is that why married couple live, live longer? They live less. No, they, no, live, they live longer. longer. Married couples? Mm-hmm. Because they're having less sex? No. No. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, if that was the only fucking variable that they measured to see who the fucking <laughs> live long. Well, I thought we were talking about the same, <coughs> same subject. No, nah, I mean, it comes with that driven purpose, the fact oh, that yeah. people get to take care of you. I mean, how many people... It's like a running theme that... Well, perfect example is like, you shouldn't retire. Don't retire at 65, work until you're 80, because, it, you know, how many people... Do they say or it's a running joke? Essentially, in this country, that the second you retire, most people end up dying within yeah. like six months to a year of retiring. So yeah, um, just keep working, keep that engine pumping. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a good point because brings you back to our first point of the show. Work, retire, work, retire, work, retire. It was yeah. a long segue, but it's we got there. High right. interval uh, intensity, high intensity interval retirement. H H I R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to put a snap in acronym. I fuck with that. I don't think I've heard that from anyone. So yeah, we're we're coining that, and that's our thing. So, oh, so just to come back to people, uh, I didn't really give. So there's just kind of survey done, um, an observation of the uh, the statistics about um, men having lower prostate cancer rates, and at this point, it's still unconfirmed as to what is actually driving down the numbers. But they think that actively uh, ejaculating or emptying your um, testes of the sperm that's in there. Um, what is the word they use? It, it can get old, right? Some scientists think a successful orgasm may flush out cancer-determining toxins that build up in the prostate, in or around the prostate. So what does the prostate do for us? I don't know. Really? All I do know is that it is a sphere that pretty much sits around towards the base of your urethra where, like, your pee comes out. And that's why, like, older men with like inflamed right? prostates, like, they sit at... The, they have to take forever to pee at the at the bathroom in the bathroom because their prostate is swollen and it's clamping or pushing down in the urethra, so it's a lot harder for them to get going. Really, or stay going. Stay going. This is a terrible definition. The prostate gland main function is to secrete prostate fluid. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the components of semen. Oh, okay. There so it makes makes come. Age in the process of making. Right. This has been a like a very horny podcast. Really? Why? So, I don't know. Just this? We talked about boobs in the first half. <laughs> For like a second. Yeah. And that was uh, more like the why are boobs being shown on TV? Uh-huh. Why? Yeah. Boobs and jerking off. That's, yeah. that's the title of this yeah. podcast. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very, very horny episode. <laughs> so yeah, uh, all you fellas out there... Keep liking it. Yeah, keep oh, stroking. you fellas. Yeah, keep Wait, so like, what's the... Do we have a uh, female version of this? About how sex benefits? Because that'd be a great thing to share with everyone. Uh, I mean, sex in general is just notoriously beneficial to people because of the hormones that are released. And uh, yeah. again, the active, the act of moving and, and uh, getting some type of cardiovascular uh, benefit out of it. Um, I honestly don't know much in regards to the female aspect. I don't think uh, them orgasming prevents any type of uh, yeah, because there's no nothing female genital like organs that prevent like that type of cancer. Right. So I couldn't tell you. Sorry, it increases happiness. Listeners. It does increase happiness. <clears throat> I will say though, maybe, is that if you are actively having sex with 
your wife, especially when you're older. And you continue to, uh, you, you involve foreplay, you allow for more monitoring of the breast cancer. You feel for lumps more often, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's that benefit, potentially. Yeah, isn't there a stat, like, husbands <clears throat> are, like, the number one person that detects that kind of stuff because they're feeling boobs all the time? They're like, what's this? Uh, can't comment on that, but I can definitely see that being a, a viable uh, stat. So on the opposite of that, are women the number one uh, source of finding out if their husband has testicular cancer? They're feeling mm-hmm. the, the balls? I mean, let's be honest, often, often, how often do you feel? Yeah, so let's say, like, it's not like feeling the balls is part of every single sexual thing, sexual interaction, whereas feeling boobs is almost right. in every right. single sexual interaction. Well, maybe you guys are missing out. <laughs> we, we, uh, like, what do you mean? I feel my balls enough to... <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, yeah guys are funny. They're like, oh, they feel their balls all the time. They're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Taking what, a shit. What, what is this cuticle on my uh, ball sack? When I scratched my sack yesterday. Cuticle? My hair follicle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Cuticles on your sack? I'm just saying hair follicle. I cuticle came up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, is that making you horny too, Wally? <laughs> Cuticles on the ball sacks. Yeah, ball trying sex. to. I'm sorry. Let's, el- let's elevate this podcast a little let's bit. Yeah, let's elevate it. Mm-hmm. Nick, do you have a deep, deep thought? I do. What's your deep thought, Nick? Um. So it, it's around self care, and um, I don't know. I've talked about this in the past, but just you know, I find it very beneficial where when. Uh, just for every kind of everything in life is it's very beneficial to take some time to take care of yourself and be selfish um, to a certain degree and just kind of you know whether it's going to the gym or meditating Dan talked about the benefits of meditating um, I've been lacking in that lately as far as self-care uh, so I just kind of wanted to talk about the benefits of that and just overall you know the benefits of self-care um, that's where I'm thinking deeply this weekend where where, <laughs> where where I can fit that into my everyday routine um, I don't know what you guys do for self-care but I don't really have very many things that I do masturbate <laughs> there you go go, go and bring it in full circle Masturbate and two birds, one stone. No, I mean, I fully agree. Uh, as someone who has fallen off the wagon a little bit as of late about working out, um, and as a person who has actively been working out for, you know, three to four times a week for the better part of, like, two years, uh, it I've noticed the past two weeks, um, partially because I've been working an additional job, so I've, every moment of free time, I've just been lounging around as opposed to continuing to go to the gym. Um, I went to the gym one day last week after skipping out on several days and uh, I, I, I noticed a marketable difference in just my attitude and how I felt about my day, especially since I got it knocked out in the beginning. Yeah. Um, don't know if it was the endorphins or just the fact that I hadn't been able to work out or hadn't made the attempt to. Uh, I just felt overall just in a better mood and just more jovial and kind of had a better attitude about the day as a whole. So yeah. um, Working out is a great thing and that's like self-care that has a chemical kind of component like immediately like you get those endorphins yeah like, well yeah but so one of those out. things like I, like I get when I go to the gym and see myself or feel myself sweat and, and feel my heart rate get up and and as vain as it may be like I want lifting weights and see a pump and like see my muscles like kind of bulging and stuff like that it 
it's a self-esteem booster, but it just, uh, we always talk about just making kind of market, uh, that's not the wrong, the wrong word, um, incremental differences in your everyday or betterment of yourself in incremental ways every day, whether it's reading for an hour right. or simulating your mind or physically doing something that, like I said, gets you sweating or makes you feel better about your body. Um, obviously, like I said, there's the chemical components to that, but for me, it was, there's a little bit of emotion thing that's involved in there too, just because, um, I'm not necessarily a vain person, but I care about how I look, um, often enough at least to continue to work out. Um, so when I got back to the gym the other day, it was just, uh, yeah, like I said, on top of just the chemical thing, which is like a, a self-esteem booster for me too. But I, yeah, I agree. Like that's probably the best way to quickly turn your day around or just your week around as far as going to the gym, but like self-care in terms of, you know, like this weekend, I didn't drive or work on Saturday and just went to go see some trees with Ashley and it was awesome. And then later on that day, I went to go hang out with my friends and it was awesome. Yeah. Like doing things like that. I'm thinking specifically like Syed, like he's working his ass off and he's not doing anything for himself, at least like in terms of like hanging out with friends and like doing things like that. I feel like at some point you're going to go crazy and, and not. Oh yeah. Without like it has health, ben- health benefits to do things with other people and be around other people and do things. Yeah. I mean, and- yeah, I just, I guess more of my side, my side was just kind of answering your question about the self care in the sense that like, I mean, um, that's kind of the only benefit that I, or active thing that I do to benefit my body or like myself. Um, obviously I think hanging out with family and friends is beneficial and yeah. um, I have had the opportunity to do that for the past two weeks. So that has been, that has been yeah. a lot of me to keep myself. Playing with kids, so. like messing around. Doing yeah. That. Yeah, actually. <laughs> so I, I don't want to sit there and say I'm known as the cool uncle, but I'm the uncle that goes in rough houses with the kids whenever I see him and stuff. And uh, my nephew, Ryan, who is the oldest of all the, the nieces and nephews that I have, um, he is, uh, mm, I don't want to say not an athlete, but he's not your um, stereotypical kind of rough housing kid. He loves to read. He's into science. Unbelievably intelligent. And whatever I pick on him, it's in, like, obviously a joking manner, but a part of it comes from a place of seriousness because he's the older brother of three sisters. And I kind of want to toughen him up because I try to convey to him that, hey, you know, you're going to have, your sister's eventually going to have boyfriends and you're going to have to play the uh, older brother role and be the protective role of your, your siblings. Um, so I always, I always mess with him and roughhouse him just to try to keep that kind of uh, mentality in line with uh, why I'm doing it. But the other day on Halloween, I threw him onto his bed and his ankle hit the headboard. Oh, no. And he started screaming. <laughs> like, the second it hit, I was waiting for the scream and it just, it just, it came. And uh, I was like, oh my God, I hugged him and like swaddled him. I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And like three seconds later, he stopped crying and it was just, it, it, it invoked so much emotion on me, but I realized that he just overreacted and was doing that yeah. because he's a little boy. And I just was like, I wanted to strangle him afterwards. So I was like, you little shit. You, you scream for no reason. You made me look like a bad guy and you're all fine now. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, working out, it's important. Yeah. I mean, not only does it help improve just your physical health, but yeah, mental health. Like Scott said, you know, when you just see like the change in your body that can improve mentally and then, you know, us guys who like sit down all day, I definitely notice I my back hurts or like my hip starts to hurt. Yeah. And so when I do go to the gym uh, you know, frequently then I notice 
you know, that pain goes away because, you know, obviously I'm probably building up some muscle in, in my in my legs. And Stretching my, your joints and muscles out, yeah. Right. My As back has been better, yeah, for the past couple of days just because I went to the gym one day. Yeah. And stretched really good for like 20, 30 minutes before I worked out and all right. that, so. Right. As opposed to not doing anything and then you just feel like you're just all stiff and... Blob. Yeah. You know how they say you need a... I lost it now. Um, oh, don't be nervous, get excited. Yeah. I think rather than like always spiraling negative thoughts in your head and always like talking down yourself, because I think I feel like most people do that. Like, oh shit, that was stupid. I'm stupid. Yeah, they're anxious. Stupid. And it just keeps going down this spiral path like like of negativity. I feel like people should just like be super cocky with inside their heads. Like, man, you're good. You're fucking yeah. awesome. This is an amazing day. You're yeah. feeling good. My back doesn't hurt. You're awesome. Yeah. Like just consistently set. Be your own yourself. hype man. Yeah, be your own hype man. I think you can use that for like any aspect of like yeah. your life, you know, like whether it's your professional life or personal life too. Not just physical. So yeah. I, yeah, I like no, that. I, I, I like more, that more professional and, and mental than physical. Like, yeah, you want to be together. Oh, we'll lift this whatever rock, but like, it's whatever. Uh, that's all I do is lift rocks at the gym. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like that that can help in like helping you lift or whatever. Oh you're no, no to of do. course it does. Yeah. Like push you that extra mile if you're running. But oh yeah, because there are days we go to the gym where I'm like, I don't fucking feel like doing this at all, and I don't want to do this. And yeah, it's I mean, it's all mindset. I mean, yeah. mind is well. All right, this is on a completely different level, but um, in the same kind of vein. So. To our listeners out there, you obviously we've talked in the past about how we play Madden uh, while Nick and Daniel are here sometimes. And today I played Daniel, and uh, I'm a believer that sometimes you can just literally will something to happen for yourself. And uh, this is, uh, again, not the perfect example, but me and Daniel were playing Madden, and he was kicking off to me. And I told myself like multiple times while receiving the ball that I was going to score a touchdown on the kickoff, and it happened. And it was just... Most likely a coincidence, but there's been plenty of times in my life where I felt like whether I had a choice or the sovereignty in a situation to decide whether something was going to happen or not, whatever outcome I wanted, I actively thought of it, and it happened to happen. So um, that can happen, and I think on a smaller scale when you're, like you said, when you're just hyping yourself up or trying yeah, to overcome a smaller objective. Exactly. Yeah. You've talked about that before. I don't necessarily on the podcast, but you talked about when you go to church um, when you just pray for things to happen for yourself, yeah. um, whether that's having the willpower to finish a project or um, the health of your family or something as simple as just being able, like you, like I said, get up early enough in the right. morning so you can go to the gym. Um, Guys, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow at six thirty a.m. There you go. Wake me up at six thirty a.m. Then. Um, uh, no, that's absolutely true, and that's not like a I'm. I'm a magician and like no, we're, we're gonna right, make it happen right. type thing. It's just say it, say it, say it. Your mind will adjust. Like oh, this is supposed to happen. It's it's gonna happen whether you make it happen or it happens randomly. Plant the seed in your in your mind and just continue to water, and then uh, yeah. it comes to fruition. I mean, we talked about anxiety for like a second while we were talking about this, and there was uh, I watched church um, from this week, and one of the quotes is, and I think it's a very common quote. But it says, gratitude and fear cannot occupy your brain at the same time. Or gratitude and anxiety cannot occupy occupy your brain at the same time. So that means 
if you're grateful for something, you're not gonna, there's no room for like fear or anxiety. So like when people, like this whole series that they're talking about now is like being so anxious about something, like feeling this anxiety about like the future. And if you're just grateful for like, just have a mind, mindfulness, mindful, or just be mindful of your great gratefulness for things. Say that wrong. Um, then there's less room for you to be anxious or fearful of what's going to happen. Yeah. So like, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's a good quote. Quotes. Quotes. Dan. Let's introduce a new segment. Off the grid with Dan. (laughs) (laughs) What have you done this week that was off the grid that you feel like you want to share with everyone? Uh, I mean, off the grid? That's a little harsh. Like, you know. Harsh? Phone phone left. You lost your wallet. Yeah, How off the grid is that? How about uh, that? I mean, hey, by the way, if anyone's found a wallet with this, I do Oh, you still found it? Yeah, it's been about a week now. Officially oh, tomorrow. Did you freeze all your cards? Yeah, I gave it two days too, and nothing happened, and then I freeze them. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, it's somewhere. You know what sucks though? You can freeze these cards, but I don't know if it happened yet, but I tried buying something on Starbucks. Uh, my, 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 my account, my bank account wouldn't tell me, uh, that the card was try was like attempted to charge. Oh, like, they think it's via ACH there now. If you do, if you're adding to your Starbucks thing. Maybe no, I have my debit card in there. Yeah. Not Apple Pay or anything. <clears throat> um, that is weird. But uh, yeah. So I've been I've been trying to live life around uh, cash, but. That's how they, so when he lost his wallet, like he didn't have money for parking and he had like seven bucks or whatever it's his name. And he didn't have any gas in the tank or enough to get home. And Dan was like, I'm, Dan was like, I'm lucky I found a free spot because then I wouldn't have money to pay for, or a card to pay for parking. And I got like uh, less than a quarter tank in my gas tank. I don't know if I get home. Like, I got 10 bucks cash. But that's, that's kind of off the grid, I think. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's resourceful. Living off cash. And you've probably spent a whole lot less in the week you've lost your wallet. Probably. Um, you should try doing that more often. You so literally give yourself a hundred dollars of cash as five out of the week or a given amount. I've I've calculated that I could probably live like every day with twenty dollars twenty dollars a day. So like food twenty dollars a day is a lot. Is it? Yeah, I was about to say I didn't spend a single dime today. No, but like you what'd you have for lunch? Uh, I skipped out on my breakfast and ate my breakfast once. So I had cereal. That's a that's a hundred forty bucks a week of spending. Well, yeah, but that was I spent forty dollars or eighty dollars six days. I'm ago saying yeah. If, so like, let's say how much is that? Six hundred bucks a month, right? Thirty days, twenty bucks a day. Six hundred bucks a month for just your living, outside of bills. So that's gas. That's yeah, parking. I don't, I don't that's, have that in my regular budget right now. I'm sure you spend at least six hundred bucks a month on. Living expenses. Yeah, and I overspend. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Twenty bucks a day, like whether you you make lunch or whatever, or you buy lunch. If you give yourself, here's my twenty dollars for today. This is all I can spend. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I could just feasibly think I could get by on hundred sixty dollars of groceries for a month. Maybe spend a hundred dollars on gas for the month. Um, I would not buy groceries if I was alone. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't. No. I think it's more. Why? Yeah, I think it's more efficient because this freshly thing that I actually ordered, which I love her for, is I think eight bucks a meal, 
It's prepared. That's expensive. No, I don't think it is. Pay six, bro. Come on. Yeah, for lunch. Yeah. So if I that's what I'm saying. If I do that and I do lunch, I'm spending less than twenty dollars a day for all of my meals. For my breakfast. <clears throat> I need breakfast usually. You get your three dollars and thirty sixty cent coffee. I have coffee. I'll get a bag of coffee. Unless I'm saying at Ashley's, I get coffee for free. Although today I have to get decaf coffee because it ran out of regular beans. That's actually a cool thing about this new nursing home that they have a Folgers coffee machine for all the people that work there. So, so Folgers. Yeah. Your work. Your other workplace doesn't have a coffee machine. No, no. The job that I my my full time job does not. I have to bring coffee from here or go to Dunkin' Donuts right what? there. They don't have a coffee maker. No. Really? What kind of lunchroom do you have? And you have a full lunchroom. It's like a a one cup single thing. It's just like an actual coffee, like what you, I don't even know, like a coffee dispenser, like a like a pop fountain. (laughs) Or what? What the fuck are the a fountain at a restaurant where you go and put like your cup up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that for coffee. Oh really? Yeah, and you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to pay for it. You just go up, push your cup up against the. Is it like a machine? Oh, it's hot coffee. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Man, what kind of place doesn't, especially like uh, like a medical. Sorry, place. we all don't work at eighteen seventy one. They don't have. I'm talking coffee, about man. coffee, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about. Well, no. A your brother just table. your brother just said that they don't have coffee. They don't have free years. coffee. Yeah, but they have coffee machines and they have free coffee half the time from other. But places. yeah, but that's not. Yeah. All right. Well, half the time I work, I have free coffee. So. At my last company, all we had was a curry machine, and I had to get my own K cups. There you go. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying all that, but you have to have a coffee machine. Like, we used to buy, like, a uh, fancy My break room coffee. consists of a small, tiny fridge and a chair. <laughs> I have no table, nothing. Tiny fridge. Yeah. Dude, we had this coffee machine at the, the Mazda store I worked at. The uh, dealer bought almost $1,300 worth of coffee every month. Just because they came in these, like, individual packages. Like, you put it in the, like, the dispenser... Kind of like Keurig, but it was a little niftier, I guess. Holy shit balls. Holy shit balls. But $1,300 in just coffee packets? That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's not efficient. Yeah. They did have these Dove uh, packets, though. It was the best hot chocolate ever, dude. Uh, like, Dove? Yeah, it was like a Dove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. put the like, cup in it. Dove soap? soap. Uh, <laughs> when do they get into the hot chocolate game? <laughs> but you would just... It would, it's like liquid in there. No, it's mixes. Like powder. Powder? Interesting. Oh. Yeah, and it wasn't even that good. It was garbage. Speaking of, Nick, tell people what you made. Oh, today. So my ingredients... There's a mix-up. I had... Hot dogs... Protein, celery salt, spice, and uh, baked beans and mac and cheese somehow. Mm-hmm. That's too many ingredients, but and those don't go together. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think baked baked, baked beans were a thing. I think we stuck with I mac and cheese. I think Scott wanted that for his things. He wanted yeah, to make uh, right. franks and beans. Franks and beans. Yeah. Um, but no, we, so we had uh, Chicago style hot dogs. Got the poppy seed buns with Vienna beef. Luckily, Mariano's had a deal where if you bought a 
eight pack of Vienna beef, you get the bunch for free. I'm like, college boy, that's what I'm getting. Wait, wait, what was it? Did the amount of hot dogs, hot dog wieners match the exact buns? Eight to eight, wow. baby. Wow. That's usually your problem. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's usually, uh, it's usually eight and eight. Yeah. No, no, no. Sometimes it's like 12 wieners and like eight. Where do you get 12 wieners wieners, wieners? Maybe Not, 10. Maybe 10. Yeah, maybe 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 10. The last guy I think they're five per Size. plastic pack. Yeah. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Um, but I was considering Vienna beef. There were four jumbo dogs or eight regular dogs. I got the eight <laughs> regular dogs so I could. Something <laughs> about you holding your hand and talking about wieners. <laughs> yeah. Four jumbo dogs and eight <laughs> regular dogs. I got eight regular dogs. I got some sport peppers, celery salt, white onions. Who said they preached the white onion? Yeah. White onion. Um, got some relish. What? Made some really delicious Chicago dogs. Um, scrapped those down. You said we didn't have mustard or ketchup for the fries or the dogs. Yes, we didn't. It's a poverty podcast, right? Uh, they're naked yeah very naked uh, made some uh, homemade potato fries and uh, some great value mac and cheese brought directly from uh, Waleed's source the source the source uh, but yeah on, it was good on, so on the plug for for next week uh, I'm picking protein who's cooking me Scott Scott fortunately okay alright do you want to get creative or do you want to be standard well, I got bison last time, so I mean, it's whatever. Okay. Uh, let's let's go with chicken. Cool. Dan. What do I do? Spicer side. I think you guys said you cooked last week. Jerk. Jerk. Like the spice. Yeah. You can get some jerk sauce. Oh, I'll make some jerk sauce. <laughs> oh, man, we just talked about it. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Avocados. Ooh, wow. Already got it built in my brain. There you go. Brain built. You should make like a... Chicken bouillon with avocado jerk, avocado jerk. Uh, steak smoothie. <laughs> and fuck with a sauce. Make a matcha avocado smoothie. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, real quick, uh, today's my dad's birthday, uh, shout out to Jamie, Jimmy P, shout out. Uh, shout out. Jimmy we went to the Hawks game yesterday, so that was a lot of fun to be with him, shout out uh, Mr. P, with his old age, he doesn't drink as much anymore, so that's a letdown, but I uh, still had a fun time, happy birthday James, you're happy 60, birthday. 60, 6 66, nice, citizen, it's a good year, damn, citizen, alright, on that blend, and, Thank you guys for listening. City said. We appreciate everything that you guys have done and, and, and endured with us. We're slowly but surely making these improvements to the podcast. And we hope to bring you much, Next much, week, much, much better product. Next week, Mike's? If we can figure it out, yeah. All right. If they well, come, well, too. He's, well, he's coming early to set up. Get the sound booth going. Booth sound. Booth sound. Yep. Well, on that... We'll see you all next week. Next Monday. Keep hustling. Keep hustling. Adios. Bye.